Hello, everybody, and welcome to Film Actually News for the 7th of August, 2012. And I can't believe it's August already. This year is going too fast. My name is David McVeigh, and I'm joined by Josh Philbot. How are you, Josh? I'm just reveling at the awesomeness of our intro music now. When did that happen? <laughs> it's been there since day one, dude. <laughs> oh, do we just do it live now? <laughs> yeah, I'm just thought I just thought I'd play it live this week. What the I'm hell? Just, just wow, just wow. Um, that's awesome. Anyway, hi, I'm great. <laughs> that's great to hear. Now, you're coming off a high because you've just come off another show. So. <laughs> and work. Don't forget work. Uh, and well. work, and work. And the other little giggle in the background we could hear was our other esteemed host, uh, Richard Gray. How are you? It's just hey, what's up? woken up. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a nana nap. A nana- <laughs> oh, sorry. It just comes out. I'm just I'm running low on energy. That's nah, all right. You, you whatever gets to you the night, really. So I oh. like the term nano nap. I'm sorry. I'm still, I'm still no, 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 no. Nana, nana. Oh, nana. I, 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 I thought you said nano nap, and I'm going. That's a real micro nap. <laughs> nano nap works. Micro sleep. Whatever gets you know. It's just it's just a little a little tiny nap. Just a little. <laughs> Fair enough. A little kip. on with the news boys (laughs) alright so this is Film Actually News this is where we take a look at the week's news loud fast and under 30 minutes guaranteed or your money back and I'm going to start us off by saying uh, this some days you just can't get rid of a bomb that's right it's the story that won't go away Raging Bull 2 is back alright so if you've been keeping, why? If you've been keeping score here, uh, I think it's realistically the only question people are asking about this film. I kind of feel a bit bad about it. <laughs> so they made a sequel to Martin Scorsese's classic film, Raging Bull Two, about the you know it was all that stuff that those unanswered questions that we were burning to know about apparently, and <laughs> about his younger life. He was. They were sued by MGM, basically saying they didn't have the rights to do a Raging Bull film, and so it was shelved. Well, they, it now looks like they're actually going to get it released. They're changing the name to The Bronx Bull, and mm. <laughs> which apparently was Jake LaMotta's nickname. And uh, it is no longer... (laughs) So basically now all we do is wait for another month until they realize that and then it gets taken down again. (laughs) That's right. And apparently now they're saying that it bears no relationship to the other film at all. (laughs) (laughs) Apart from a sharing of names and a sharing of like, oh, that's great. (laughs) So there you have it. The story that just won't go away. Um, Anyway, Richard, what do you got for us? Oh, this one's been, look, if if you've been paying any attention to the news today at all, this one's been everywhere. Maybe Marvel and Fox have done a deal. Maybe they haven't. Depends on who you're listening to. But it sounds like what's happened is that, as we all know, that Daredevil um, and Fantastic Four have to be made by Fox within the next couple of months or they have to start production on them. Yep. Or they lose the rights. They revert back to Marvel and geeks everywhere will rejoice. Uh, but at the moment, uh, the the word on the street is that Fox have done a deal with Marvel. Marvel have said, look, if we can have uh, Galactus and Silver Surfer to use in our universe from Fantastic Four, we'll let you extend the rights on uh, Daredevil for a little bit longer. Because mm, obviously yeah. Fox really want to go down the Daredevil path again. Well, apparently they don't have to worry about Fantastic Four so much because Fantastic Four is already in production. Yeah, Fantastic Four is fine. So that's why they want to borrow the uh, characters mm, because mm. they both want something the other wants. 
Apparently, though, Fox are very excited about um, Joe Carnahan's take on Daredevil, but they don't have time enough to get it into production by October, which is the deadline. Mm. So this is where the rumor is coming from. There's conflicting deadlines. Variety's insiders are saying this is, this is happening. This is the deal that's going on. Deadline is saying, no, 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 no. Fox have denied it. I so trust Variety I more than Deadline. I, I would go with Variety. I would, but go, I would go with Variety. But, yeah, no, this is a really interesting one because you know exactly what's being keyed up here because Silver Surfer and Galactus feature heavily into their Marvel Cosmic Universe, which is what they're working on with the Guardians of the Universe, or Guardians of the Galaxy. I guarantee you a deal's going on, and if this is just an opening... What an opening offer, though. (laughs) 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 Oh, man, the the, the haggling that must be going on in the back rooms. And it's haggling over cartoon characters. Electra, Electra, (laughs) can anyone want Electra? (laughs) Giving it away. (laughs) Look, we'll keep Galactus. You can have Electra, and you can see Marvel going, no. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man, don't start cheap like that. (laughs) Hey, guys, look, we made the Wolverine... uh, yeah, look, look you, can at least give, you can at least give us something like the Kingpin, all right? <laughs> I'll raise you one, you know, Kingpin. I just want to see it come out the other end. I just want to see what, what in the end, what, what, what schoolyard shit ended up happening, you know, to get all of this stuff together. It's just and, awesome. I, and do you know what I really want to see? I want to see, I'm with you, Josh, I want to see what comes out the other end because I want to see what Marvel gets out of it because you know Marvel's going to win. Oh, yeah, but you also know Marvel's planning for, you know, like a large scale kind of a concept. So what what characters that do they need back to continue whatever it is that they're trying to push for? Exactly. <laughs> I'm, in- I'm interested. Me too, me too. Josh! Yes? Volcanoes? What? Volcanoes? No, I'm just kidding. Yes, I know what you're talking <laughs> about. No, 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 that was just my title. Um, uh, I was just making a joke at the fact that this story is about um, Robert Zemeckis, and um, I, I realize now that I was thinking um, of uh, Emmerich, right. uh, actually. Um, but uh, this story was just interesting because for a man that's been doing mocap for quite a while now, um, he's sort of coming back into the real world and doing real world films, which I thought was quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of those films that he's planned to do is... Uh, Taking Flight is the is the title name, uh, which is um, a true story about a barefoot teenage bandit. And have you guys heard anything about this? Uh, I actually read about it for the first time today, actually. Yeah. And I find it really interesting that his movie that's about to come out, because his first live-action film back in years, mm-hmm. is about to come yeah. out, and it's called Flight. And now mm-hmm. his next movie is going to be called Taking Flight. Are we seeing this? <laughs> anyway, Richard, what have you seen about it? I've seen nothing. This is the first. Okay, oh, this cool. is powerful. Well, to, great. To, to give you an idea, this is based on um, uh, Colton Harris Moore, who was uh, the he, he was he was called the Barefoot Bandit because he would run around and steal stuff without shoes on. Now, um, doing a bit of I thought research, he was going to say he steals feet. <laughs> no, but I, what I loved about this kid is um, it's it sounds like it's going to be one of those. Uh, it feels like it'll be up the alley of kind of um, uh, what was the name? Uh, Tom Hanks and Catch Leonardo me if, DiCaprio. Catch me if you can. Catch me if you can. Very similar kind of a concept because this dude managed to steal. I was reading up on him. Apparently, he was wanted for like a, a, about a hundred different thefts, um, and he would steal things like uh, boats, uh, cars, 
um, uh, bikes. Um, but my favorite one was uh, in in the uh, slash film article uh, is apparently even small aircrafts. <laughs> Um, and I was like, this sounds like a story I would love to watch. Um, but apparently he was, uh, he was known as this because he would do things like apparently at one stage he left chalk outlines of footprints with the word seer written on, uh, (laughs) written on the ground at a theft that he did. And I was just like, that is absolutely awesome. And this just sounds like, uh, you know, just somebody that doesn't really care about, like, doesn't have a concept of law like we do and probably is just doing this stuff for fun. And considering this as a teenage dude running around and doing this, I think that could make for quite a quite a cool, quite a charming film. I love the producers of film actually would like to remind you that stealing is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to say that this actually sounds a little bit more up uh, Zemeckis' alley because have you seen the trailer for Flight yet? Yeah, it's very earnest, and look—I mean, I want to see it, but it's very earnest, and I want to see Zemeckis have fun, like his Back to the Future used cars days. Yeah, you know, I want, yeah, yeah, yeah. and this sounds like it could be a little bit more up that alley. So, I, look, I'll see Flight, but I'm thinking it's going to be kind of, kind of like. I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. No, film, exactly. That's exactly kind of how I'm in the same position. You are. I'm waiting until I've seen the film on that one. I'm gonna put the trailer onto the site so people can have a look at the trailer because the trailer just kind of. I kind of watched it going. What's it trying to tell me? Yeah. <laughs> what is your point? What is your point? Have you seen the trailer for Flight at all, Richard? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks what? good. It look. It looks good. I mean, look. I'm glad he's coming back to to people. Oh, absolutely. And I, look, and don't get me wrong. I think Flight looks like a good film. I just think it looks but very I take earnest. Point, very, very, very earnest. Yeah. It could just be the trailer. Uh, that's very true. And let's not forget that the trailer for Up in the Air looked incredibly earnest. And yeah, that turned out to be such a wonderful film. So yeah. uh, we'll, we'll wait and see. But uh, speaking of uh, people trying to make comebacks, <laughs> uh, Mel Gibson, as we've talked about, is going to be the villain in the next Machete film, Machete Kills. He's finally been interviewed. Now, Mel Gibson doesn't like to give interviews, apparently, uh, for a man who's <laughs> Unless it's to police. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Unless being interrogated. (laughs) Uh, But he was uh, recently speaking to Extra, and uh, I've got some sound clips here, so let's have a listen to this. This is, uh, uh, I've cut it together a little bit. The full thing can be seen at the link uh, that we have on our show notes. Uh, But this is just uh, about a minute of it, just so you can have a listen. What are you going to shoot right now? You know, (laughs) your guess is as good as mine, because in this show, things change at a moment's notice. You need someone to run lines, I'm here. No, I don't learn lines. I don't learn lines. I don't. What do you do? I just read it and then something comes out. Mel playing an out-to-get-the-president villain. Did you actually write this role for Mel specifically? Mel was the only one I was interested in. (laughs) So tell me about your character. Well, he's he's an evil genius. He's kind of like a Bond villain in the gutter. And he's also a gourmet chef. What's your specialty? My specialty? Make the best hamburger in the United States. Really? You um, play your cards right, and I'll just you a patty. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Too bad. Not much time for Mel to cook up anything, filming his entire part in just one week. You have yeah. to squeeze a lifetime into a week. How does that feel on your end? Makes me feel really old. <laughs> um, yeah. I've aged, visibly aged on <laughs> in one week. You know, it is. It's. It's. It's very tire, wrinkles, the whole nine yards. You know, you've played so many different characters. You've played good and bad. What's more fun for you? Oh, bad guys are always more fun. And if you can find the bad in a good guy, it's always more fun. That's because he's just such a bad man. <laughs> um, I, lo- I, I think my favorite part of that entire thing is where he goes, "Yeah, I just read the lines, and then something comes out." <laughs> 
Uh, look, uh, it's it's fun to have Mel back. If he can just keep his personal life in check for a while, it could be kind of fun to watch him play a really maniacal bad guy. So, um, well, we'll see what he can do. I, I mean, will... look, he, he won me over in a small, small capacity with uh, Get the Gringo. So, uh, you know, I'm interested to see what he's got. I still haven't seen Get the Gringo. I've got to see that. Um, mm. I will watch that. Richard. Yes. Germans? Nick Fury? What? Probably. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, we, went, we all got very excited when the uh, that briefcase thing came out for the Avengers. It's going to be a nine, ten disc box set with all the stuff that's in it. We all want it. It's just, yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh, it's the biggest right. geek okay. thing ever. Yes. Uh, Nick Fury, and it's a replica of Nick Fury's briefcase that he used in the Avengers. Now, it was actually that briefcase is made by a German company uh, called uh, Rimoa, or, or possibly Rimova. Uh, the German desires who it's the Topaz briefcase if you're looking to buy one for yourself. Oh, okay. mm. um, they're actually now suing Marvel for trademark infringement <laughs> for using this cheap replica um, in all of their advertising materials and indeed as the packaging for the uh, the de- uh, the, de- the Blu-ray case itself because um, they're saying they were fine with it appearing in the movie but this is actually unlawful conduct going out and making replicas of it and selling it off to stick to, uh, Blu-rays in it. Can I just mm. say that this is the second time this has happened to Disney? Because if you remember going back, uh, film actually probably about six months ago, seven months ago, when Pixar's box set came out and the company that made the Luxo lamp sued them because they put a replica of the Luxo lamp uh. in the box. <laughs> Disney's got a track record of this. <laughs> I guess oh, Disney has so the money. True. I guess Disney has the money just to say, "Yeah, we'll settle." <laughs> Either way, it's the coolest thing that's ever happened. To I want Blue the briefcase. Mm. Yeah, we all want it. Now, in this yeah. picture in the article that you've got, do you think it really does light up like that? <laughs> Oh, I've seen this video on the Marvel website. Yeah. The, the, the cube that's inside it not only lights up, but it actually responds to movement as well. I want is this. It, <laughs> isn't yeah. this the same one that apparently there's no way to put batteries in it, so once it dies, that's it? That was Probably. the uh, that, that was the rumor that I heard about uh, the box, and I was like, wow, that's um, that seems like that could have been easily fixed. Well, no, yeah, but like, once you use up the power of the Tesseract, yeah. you know, <laughs> you're not going to need to. to You've know. been reading Guardians of the Galaxy, haven't you? Yes, I have. <laughs> I can tell. And I want to be Rocket Raccoon. Oh, don't um. you just. Okay. <laughs> he is awesome. Rocket Raccoon is our new hero. <laughs> I think he should be the unofficial mascot for all of our shows. I think at the top of Geek, actually, there should be four cartoons, uh, three, the three of us and Rocket Raccoon. I guarantee that after that movie comes out there'll be sound clips on the soundboard oh yeah <laughs> uh, josh tell me about one of my favorite men on the planet all right yes <laughs> <laughs> i think that I, I can go as far as to say our favorite um i like to keep tracks on m night Shyamalan. <laughs> not for any particular reason definitely not out of love for his films i mean let's be honest let's be honest how many uh, of them can you actually say you like i like uh, i like his first one all right i, I admit it yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, cool. I like. I've got a soft spot for signs. Oh, I yeah. and look, I have a soft spot for um, uh, Unbreakable. Funnily Unbreak- enough, yes, I do. Yes. Yeah. And um, because of that, it's, it's kind of like. Hold, yeah, on, it, hold on, Richard. You were breaking up. What did you just say? It's three of these films I like. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I don't think I was breaking up so much as laughing as I said. <laughs> now, 
the thing about this man is that it's kind of like having a crack addict friend. And <laughs> I, I know, I know, you guys love when I do this because you really just want to know where I'm going with that. And no, it's not as much big as it sounds like. It's like you know, there's good in them, but you just haven't seen it for a very long time. So um, I was interested just to bring up the fact that uh, this man is uh, it's, okay. Sci-fi is not a channel with a lot of love in my eyes. I've I've watched very few things that have come out of sci-fi, and that's S Y F Y for people that are wondering. The Sifi channel. The that, channel. Yeah. Um, now I just, it's the kind of thing with this channel where I really haven't seen anything come out that I've really been like, wow, that, that sounds amazing. There's no way that you know I will uh, avoid that. But he's co he's putting together a TV series called Proof, and to be more specific, he's actually just putting together the first episode. There's really little information about what it is. Um, apparently, kind of after earth feel to it if that makes any sense to anyone mm -hmm. um but the whole thing is the thing that i found interesting is this is a man with a reputation for making stuff that fails <laughs> right now in in my in my mind and i am not in any way a hollywood producer or anything like that i wouldn't sit up do you guys know what a uh, put pilot is um, like a what pilot uh, yeah. Okay, it's essentially where you, you get a you get a uh, a pilot that um, you actually sign a, a, a contract to say that if it fails um, and they don't pick it up, they have to pay heavy penalties for that. Right. If, so this is a man with not the best reputation in the last hundred years um, of for making things that have really you know done huge amounts of money. So giving him a TV series that you're not really even... It, it's supposed to be coming out in the next few years. Um, apparently, the, it's not even at the stage, uh, you know, given any details, and yet they're signing off to say that this man can create a TV series that if it doesn't sell in the first episode... Now, we've all seen, we've all seen some of these films that they're going to pay hefty penalties because it didn't take off. So it's basically I, a pay-or-play deal. Yeah, exactly. But it is sci-fi. And again, I wonder if that's really the home for this man. Maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe the true place for M. Night Shyamalan is to do sci-fi channel TV shows that are already expected to be relatively average. I will go one step further and say that I think maybe his home is with the asylum. <laughs> 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 that's cold man you know what as much as i hate m night Shyamalan, i don't think i'd put him in that category <laughs> I'm sorry. that's like a whole lower tier of film i'm sorry from the sci-fi channel to asylum is a very small sidestep right? <laughs> a very small sidestep um but yeah apparently he uh he is co-writing it with the uh uh Buffy showrunner, um, I'm going to murder this name, Martini uh, Mar Noxon? Marty Noxon, yeah. Marty Noxon. Marty Noxon. And we so all, know, we you all... know, maybe a little bit of extra help. Well, Mar we all know we all know Marty Noxon's work recently because uh, that was the remake of uh, Fright Night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, you put those two together, do you come up with an okay show? You might. You might. Look, and he might work better in short form. Who knows? 
Well, he he's kind of done his best things as short stories, really, hasn't he? Like that was kind of like the concept is sort of that he builds from a from a small story idea outwards. Maybe he should stick with the short story and try not to expand it. That's maybe that's if he point. comes up with the idea and then someone else writes it. That's a, well, yeah, we've seen that sort of concept before with Devil, remember? And it was a step in the right direction. It was better than some of his other stuff. Yes, that's true. <laughs> All yeah, right. I'm not going to go into how far from his mediocre to his bad. <laughs> Look, it was mediocre. It wasn't awful. Let's put it that way. Last Airbender. <laughs> Last Airbender. Oh, man. Don't remind me. All right. Uh, we're pushing time, so let's move on and say, okay, the amazing Spider-Man producer Matt Tolmach is going to remake Jumanji. This was a rumor... That is now being confirmed, and all I've got to say is why. <laughs> wasn't the original Jumanji? Wasn't the original Jumanji good enough? <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> I feel like I'm living in some sort of alternate world at the moment. What's going on here? <laughs> I think that's kind of where we sit. You know, it's just like, yeah, why not? Why not reboot it? Let's reboot it. Let's make it cell shaded in a cartoon. <laughs> I just look at it and you go, you got you got Robin Williams and Bonnie Hunt and Kirsten Dunst and Bradley and you make this decent book film that has great CG in it and it's a lot of fun and that's not good enough. Let's, you know, it's like, oh, time's up. This time we want one on a global scale. The stakes will be higher. Didn't we do that and with Zathura? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Dude, come on. Nowadays, making a film has so little to do with making a film. It's just that you've got to release teaser trailers for the first year before it comes out. And then after you do that, you release one trailer and then throw out a whole bunch of set picks. And then at the end of that, then chuck out like one more teaser or a really short trailer or TV spot. And then the film comes out and then people go and watch it anyway because they've already seen half the film. Boy, you just summed so, up the entire Hollywood industry. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. But yeah. I, look, oh, I, you're so cynical, Josh. <laughs> oh, dude, you know what? I'm just cynical because I'm really tired. Um, are we going to. It's only 48. Set pitches they release, not forty nine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> can, 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 can we just move on to Richard's story here? Because I want to know why we're even giving this airplay. I don't know. I ran out of stories. It's been a story. <laughs> <laughs> I was just building off. You said why Jumanji reboot, and I said why a new Sasha Baron Cohen film. <laughs> Enough said. Why? It's <laughs> just like one of the second most popular stories today when. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's going to do a James Bond spoof. We've got an actual James Bond movie coming out this year, and I, I think that's the only movie we need to worry about. You know what movie they should remake? The Dictator. There you go. And they should remake it without, without him and with someone good. And with a better script. Oh. And call it yeah. something else. It's going to be any other movie except for The Dictator, and you're halfway there. Look, you know, I think that if he does... Uh, well, no, I don't know how he can make can, this good at this point. All I have to say is Johnny English. That's, that's, that's all I have to say is essentially, aren't we just doing that again? Except with crudity. With cr crudity? There you go. Uh, with with cr crudity. <laughs> well done, Dave. You just made a word. I made a word up. <laughs> with crude humor is what I meant to say. <laughs> Oh, I think crudity should be the new word that we all use. I think life. Sasha Baron Cohen and crudity should always be used in the same sentence together. There you go. <laughs> crudity is his half-brother. And I'd also like to point out the show notes you spelled his name Saka. 
<laughs> no, it's saying what they should do with him. Ah, okay, yeah. cool. All right, well, speaking of something that actually is kind of funny rather than him, uh, now, I don't know how old this is. I really don't because I only came across it today, but it made me laugh, and I thought I'm going to share this just because it made me laugh. Uh, this was a uh, Funny or Die video. Uh, that came out, and considering that the movie is just around the corner, I thought we'll play this now because it's kind of fun. This is called The Damon Legacy, and it's a send-up or a parody of the uh, Born Legacy trailer. Have a listen to this. What's your name? Jeremy Renner. What are you from? Avengers. Can you be the next Matt Damon. Yes, sir. You've already taken over for Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. You have the box office potential to do what's necessary. Welcome to the franchise. Matt Damon was the tip of the iceberg. Who the hell is he? He was in the Hurt Locker. He's Matt Damon with the lower pay grade. And he's really hot. He's going downstairs in the vehicle just like the old born. All right, we'll, we'll leave that there at that <laughs> point. I love he's Matt Damon with a lower pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> but he's really hot. But he's really hot. A little bit funny. <laughs> like, Welcome That's to the franchise. <laughs> um, uh, no, no, the, the, new, the newborn film's completely different. They don't have a, a chase in um, tiny cars. They do it on motorbikes this time. Yeah, there oh, you go. Oh, oh. <laughs> so, look, I thought that was kind of amusing. You can see the whole video. I'll have the link to the Funnier or Die video. You can watch the whole thing. It's it's pretty spot on. It really is clever. Um, all right, we got one last story. Then we're going to get out of here with the trailer for Skyfall. Richard, tell me about it. I blew myself. Okay, <laughs> lucky man. <laughs> uh, people uh, might be familiar with that as a reference to Arrested Development, one of the best comedy series of the last ten years. Uh, uh, it was Fox, and it got canned, but it's coming back. Um, it just is about to commence its start filming its new season tomorrow at the time we're recording, which will be um, Tuesday American time or Wednesday yep. Australian time. Um, and it's fantastic. Brand new 10 episodes. They're all going to hit Netflix simultaneously, and I cannot wait. It's going to be great. Mm. I've been hearing about this for a while now, and then it's going to be followed by a film as well, apparently. So this is all the, yeah. the, the new series is building to a film. This is the film that... Uh, um, <laughs> Uh, what's his name? Michael Cera was holding out for until he got a good script. Because it's like, yeah, as if he wasn't going to play the same character he's played in every fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's mean, but it's true. It's, yeah, harsh. What is it? Cruel to be kind. Cruel to be kind. All right, we got to get out of here. We're running out of time. Josh, where can people find more of you on the internet? RoddyLC.com is a gaming website, and you could head over there and check all sorts of stuff out over there. There's there's games, and there's there's sometimes movie reviews as well. And you can also check out Dave Kaziki from RoddyLC, uh, currently on the THQ Facebook page right there on the front. Uh, he recently did a little uh, death-defying act at a PR event, and it was quite funny, and you should check it out. I will have to go have a look at that. Richard, mm. where can people find out more about you? 
Uh, they can find me at the occasionally updated therealbits.com. That's the <laughs> R-E-L-Bits.com. Or on Twitter at DVD Bits. That's I'm cool. taking it easy lately. It's it's not quite the full-on And it's good. It's, it, 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 be, it feels good, doesn't it? It does. It's all it quality, does. not quantity. There now. you go. That's what it's supposed to be. And <laughs> you can find me at geekyactually.com or on Twitter at David McVeigh. Boys, that's it. We're out of time for another week. Enjoy the trailer for Skyfall leading us out. Hopefully we have enough time to play the whole thing. And we'll see you all next week. Bye, guys. What do you say about a man like that? Three months ago, you lost the drive containing the identity of every agent embedded in terrorist organizations across the globe. I made a judgment call. There isn't much road left. Take the bloody shot. Seven reporting for duty. Where the hell have you been? Enjoying death. I only have one question. Why not stay dead? There's no shame in saying you've lost a step. I'm your new quartermaster. You must be joking. Also PPKS 9mm short. It's been coded to your palm print, so only you can fire it. Less of a random killing machine, more of a personal statement. Q. 007. I want to meet your employer. Be careful what you wish for. Mr. Bond. James Bond. How much do you know about fear? All there is. Not like this. Not like him. Just look at you. Chasing spies. England. The Empire. MI6. Oh, old-fashioned. She sent you after me, not when you're not ready, not when you would likely die. Mommy was very bad. The two survivors. This is what she made us. Everybody needs a hobby. So what's yours? Resurrection. Resurrection.